to Film Schooling in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. Aloha. And Nicole. Hello. Uh, reaching out That's to fun. our Hawaiian listeners. <laughs> I don't know if we have any Hawaiian listeners. Uh, but uh, tonight, we are reviewing the new thriller film. I guess it's probably the best uh, genre for it. Ready or not. Uh... So, this is, like I said, it's a thriller. It's definitely horror-ish comedy. Uh, I think we were all, to varying degrees, excited for this one. I think everyone wanted to see this. Is that right? Yeah, I was waiting for this to come out all summer. Ditto. Okay, nice and cool. Um, and yeah, no, I thought this looked interesting. Uh, I was getting really high reviews for a movie like this. Um, usually movies like this, I don't I don't expect to do that well, but... Um, People were liking it. It's got high 80s, 90s for for a lot of the critical sites. So uh, this stars Samara Weaving, uh, who I recognize from three billboards from two years ago. And that was it. I don't don't know her from anything else. Um, I don't know if you guys. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be like a big hit or an opener for her for other movies to come. Yeah. The only other person I recognize in here was Adam Brody is uh, the the one of the brothers. Oh, his name, the names, in a movie like this, the names Daniel. are so hard. Daniel. Dan- yeah, she's right. Daniel. Okay. So yeah, he Adam Brody is Daniel. I think people know him. He's in a ton, ton of things. I know him from a couple bit parts in uh, a couple different movies, but do you guys know him at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Andy, uh, Andy McDowell. Yeah, 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 you're right. Andy McDowell is the mom of the family, uh, Becky. Uh, this is the, we should say, this is the Lodomus family. Uh, they're like a board game empire family i think they're so i don't think these are real family i think it's fictionalized um but uh yeah you got i thought that the the lead the lead actress looked like a hot, like a margot robbie but trying to be hotter than margot robbie yeah like, i've seen the exact if same margot thing robbie too. was a hotter version of herself it would be that girl I could really i think margot robbie might even be hotter than oh, her man. i feel like they're twins i don't know <laughs> so. yeah because i at first i was like wait is this her and i had to research it i was like no it's just um another pretty blonde <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I, I i see it very similar uh but um yeah if, uh, i'll give you a quick synopsis of the plot here for those who don't know it's pretty simple uh, a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game that's it. Nice and simple. Yeah, that, that's very short. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, there's a few other extra things, but that is like 95% of what's going on here. So, perfect. Um, if you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it. Um, there's a couple of things to spoil, like, you know, with kills and the ending and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, theaters now. Go check it out if you have any interest. And we rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie starts simple enough. Uh, it's the wedding day of Grace and Alex. Alex is the the other brother. Alex and Daniel are brothers. Um, I guess we get a, we get a quick flashback in the beginning before like we get to modern day. It's like a thirty year flashback where Alex and Daniel are kids. Uh, we see the family in masks murdering someone or dragging them to a room and doing with you know ritual stuff. Um, so you know, it sets the tone, right? Do you think that 30, 30 years ago is a little far fetched? Meaning that Adam Brody's character would be like forty one in modern day. That's like those a kids were bit. like six or seven, weren't they? They said he was eleven. They said that. Oh, did they? Really. I think so. Wow, they didn't look eleven. They yeah, they looked like they were six or seven. Well, now that yeah, you're saying, that. yeah, I, I, I were guessing they were in like their mid to to late thirties in this. I didn't think. Um, huh, yeah, no, I would. I don't know how old is Adam Brody. I'm guessing he's not. He's thirty nine. So I mean, it's not a major stretch, I guess. But and the other guys, the Alex is the younger brother, right? The one that's actually getting married. Right. Sorry, I was taking a picture of our cat. Great, <laughs> right. uh, but yeah. So after the flashback, we get to modern day. Alex and Grace have their banter. We get introduced to the family members: uh, Daniel, the alcoholic brother. That's Anna Brody. Uh, we get uh, Tony, who is like the man in charge of everybody. He's like the the, the father. Um, and we get Becky, uh, the mom. We already said Andy McDowell. Uh, we get Helen, who is this very scary woman. 
Um, what is he? <laughs> she's she's the one in the trailer. She's the short woman with it's the white hair. Aunt Helene. Oh, it's Helene. Apologies, not Helen. Helene, and she is creepy. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about her. Um, we <laughs> get, great. We get uh, Charity, who is Adam Brody's wife. Uh, she and and we get um, Fitch and Emily show up in a little bit. Uh, they're like Emily's the the sister of uh, Daniel and Alex, and uh, Fitch is her husband. Um, then we got the butler and the three uh, maids, I guess, housekeepers. And, and uh, their kids, Emily and Fitch's kids. Oh, uh, yeah, they got two kids. Wait, Gabe and Georgie? I don't know. Georgie. Georgie's the one. You can't think of Georgie without thinking of it. Oh, uh, you think that was... Eh, it might have been intentional. That actually kind of makes sense. Um, no, I don't think it was intentional. I just can't think of the name Georgie without thinking, like, Georgie. <laughs> Well, it's also in another sc- scary movie, little, little kid, you know. <laughs> they need to be a little more, um, like, original with their picks, with their names. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, what about Johnny? <laughs> oh, even more. That's better. Yeah, jo- yeah, Johnny and Georgie, that's real not horror movie at all. Um <laughs> So they they are all pretty bland names. I'm gonna have to be looking back at my thing to keep track of everyone. I'll probably be using like the actors and like descriptors, you know, uh, pillhead girl, fat guy, dad, mom, drunk guy. Like you know, you can. Yeah, there are a lot of family members. They all have their own traits. All... Oh, sorry. Yeah, and they are kind of similar looking ish. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, yeah, somewhat, um, but. You know, the whole thing is the night after the wedding, um, at midnight, they, the whole family has to sit down and play a game, and this is what, uh, this is what, shit, this is gonna be so hard, this is what, uh, Alex is explaining to Grace, and, uh, we we get the idea that as long as it's this little box, you put a blank card in it, and then the box spits out a card that has some game on it. Um, they're all pretty conventional games, it sounds like. Like the one guy's like, oh, I got Parcheesi when I play, and like I got Backgammon, and you know whatever when when they got invited to the family or whatever. Um, and as long as you don't get one card, everything's normal, and you just have a regular game night. But she pulls the one the one card you can't pull, and that's the the hide and seek card. Uh, and like everyone's like, oh, looking around at each other. Um, they're like, oh, all right, well, I guess we're going to play this one. I, I don't know when the whole family gets sat down and told, like, these are the rules. Like, the whole thing is, and this is the plot of the movie, they, they got to kill her before sunrise or the family will die because uh, some There's mysterious guy gave them a... Uh, that little box a long time ago and that's why they're rich but it's like a deal with the devil kind of thing um so that's that's the whole plot they got a killer otherwise the devil will kill them so uh the plot of this movie i will start with jess what did you think of the plot of this movie oh i love the plot of this movie uh, i was on my toes yeah no i loved it i was on my toes the entire time um and it's basically the whole movie you're watching her being chased by the entire family and going through her mind and finding out creative ways of where to go how to um attack them or how to not be attacked and it was just all a span of one night but i was just in it the entire time i think every element of the movie really had you um just captured and seeing what she was doing and there was a few times where i had to just like squeal because like when she uh stuck a nail in her hand i that that one made me jump how was your audience for this movie because we both saw it this past weekend pretty much opening weekend Uh, i guess nicole and i saw it on a monday night but um was your audience like laughing cheering gasping were they into it like uh no it was it was actually pretty empty because I saw it. Um, I think Saturday morning. Oh, okay, that would not a good day to see. A, <laughs> That'll a make horror the difference. Film. Not a good time of day. <laughs> uh, Nicole and I's theater was like totally like there were some people there, but no one was doing anything. Like no one was reacting. I think Nicole and I were the only ones laughing at the movie, which was uh, uh, it's upsetting when you have like people in the theater and they're just sitting there like cross armed. Like come on, like get into it. Some, but I know that's the best part of the uh, theater is having like the audience involved. Yeah. Uh, I beg to differ, but that's okay. <laughs> what did you uh, give the, the the rating of the of the plot, Jess? I'm, I'm, I'm cut you off. In I there. don't know. Probably a four or five. I feel like the wow. ending was a little unsatisfying. Oh, 
Okay. We'll get to but that. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nicole? So, in the beginning, I was a little bit confused because one of the lines that they that somebody had said, they they said the the family has been one of the largest in the gaming in- industry forever, whatever they said. And I'm thinking to myself, like, hunting, like, game? So uh, this whole fuck, like a, the this hunting whole, industry? The whole <laughs> ten minute beginning, I'm fucking confused because I'm like, oh, are they gonna go hunt her because it's a gaming family? Like, <laughs> the beginning, not, they show like, all the different games on the walls. Yeah, like. that didn't mean anything to me because I didn't, I didn't, like, I did, it just didn't register. Oh, I don't know when they said gaming, I literally didn't think they meant board games. I thought they meant hunting games. So what well, is kind of a double? My, like, there's board games, but it is. Yeah, you're, and they're and they're hunting and they're hunting her. Right, and the. He's got all the guns and the old weapons in the in the grandfather's room or whatever. Right. So that's why I was a little bit confused in the beginning. But obviously it's made more sense to me as we sat down after the wedding and discuss what's what the game is and I'm like, "Oh, okay, they literally mean like like Hasbro games." <laughs> so um I thought that the concept was pretty cool. I wish that they would have taken a little bit more time in the beginning to talk about the satanic aspect of it. I don't know if that was supposed to be like hidden till the end. We, we fate, we learned that they're Satan worshipers, mm-hmm. which was a totally obnoxious. But anyway, I, I wish that there was a little bit more cause I wanted more backstory of why they were doing it. Cause honestly I was falling asleep when they were talking about the guy with the box. I didn't even listen to that. That's when they were so. trying to tell you the backstory. <laughs> well, that was, it wasn't, it was not the good backstory. I didn't want that. So, anyway, <laughs> um, regardless of that, the setup of the plot is is fairly decent to me. The antics that ensue in the next, you know, middle chunk of this movie are pretty fun to watch because they are really scary and exciting. Um, and you put yourself in her shoes and you're like, fuck, I'm so glad this is not me right now. <laughs> um, but overall, I think I'm going to give the plot uh, 3.5. I thought it was it was pretty refreshing to watch it was funny but still scary um maybe not scary maybe just suspenseful and really rooting for her but i want to see what happens otherwise so you know it it was pretty good i'm gonna also land on a three five uh this is a a movie i've seen like a type of movie i've seen before a lot of people are actually comparing this to get out which i don't think you guys either of you have seen i've heard i've heard that comparison from a couple people as well. I understand where they're coming from. I don't fully agree because of I don't want to spoil Get Out, but what happens in the last third of I Get Out? I have not seen that, so don't do it. No, I won't spoil it. Don't do it. <laughs> get, uh, get Out has some similar elements, I'll just say, but there are definitely big things that Get Out does that this does not do. Um, not for for better or for worse, they're different, I think. Uh, but it's that kind of movie. He got a rich white family, and they're and they're doing something to their guest, uh, you know. So. Uh, like uh, the whole middle is, is good. Like I like this whole middle and I like the very, very last five minutes or so. I Um, knew you were going to like that last five minutes. It's well, we'll get to, we'll get to it later. I'm sure we can hash out our things there, but there's kind of a, um, a bridge between the, like the middle chunk and the end. There's like a nice 15, 20 minutes in there. And when I say nice, I don't mean nice. Cause that's actually my least favorite part of the whole plot. Some things don't make sense to me. Character motivations will tie into it. Um, I, I mean, I love the very, very, very end, but yeah, there's, there's chunks of the last act that I don't like. Um, uh, but for the setup, it's conventional and fine. The middle is the strongest part for me. Um, so yeah, three, five, it's, it's a, it's a good, conventional but well-executed plot mostly um so you know we've talked about the characters a little bit um they all have their own kind of personalities um like we said alex uh at first is trying to like he's they they leave him in the the main game room or whatever and his whole thing as he goes throughout is he's trying to help grace uh because you know she doesn't he doesn't want them to kill her um Daniel, the drunk, ineffectual brother, he doesn't really give, seem to give a shit much either way, while his wife uh, is super into it and, like, really wants to hunt her. Like, she's, like, she's like super into this family and, like, super glad she got brought in and is totally down with the whole hunting people thing. I mean, it's pretty pretty apparent to me that she wants her to be, to be killed off because she wants to be the only 
married-in daughter-in-law to be the best one because she has such a shitty upbringing. She's like, this is my yeah. family. Nobody's coming in for it. Yeah, they talk so about I like that. Her, I like her motive. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's another good thing is, like, everyone's a pretty shallow character, but I get just enough where I understand it. Everyone, that's how I'm able to give, you know, like I said, those those uh, characters there. We have the parents. I like the, the father a good amount. Um, I think his, the way his presence is very... Um, it's it's the, it's that like kindly old but also stately and somewhat threatening. Uh, the mom's the mom's decent too. Um, and then we have the fuck up uh, part of the family, Emily and Fitch. Uh, we'll talk about them in a second. <laughs> and, and the, the fuck up is the best way to describe them. Uh, and then the other characters don't get quite as much to do. We have the weird uh, the butler that's obsessed with the music. Um, the the maids are not given much to do other than. Well, more in spoilers, die. Uh, so I'll, I'll go back to you, Jess. What do you think of the characters in this movie? Um, I think my biggest qualm, this is probably just me being me, is that there were so many characters and I feel like it was hard to keep up with them. I would c- kept being like, oh, wait, so who's this person married to and what's their purpose again? Um, I don't think it's anything with the movie. I think that's just me. Um, but no, I, I did enjoy the characters. I mean, some parts did stick out, like the really goofy, stupid one that accidentally killed a couple people. I, that was pretty funny. Um, the little kids were cute and, but I mean, the two main ones, um, the, what's her name? Grace and Alex. I can't even remember her name. Grace and Alex. Yeah. I loved Grace. Um, and whenever she cursed at herself or got really frustrated, I'm like, this is exactly what I would say or what I would do or the way I would say it. That's probably just the best way is her profanity was just on point. And I'm like, I would describe that person as that person like you did. <laughs> so that was really funny. And she never got boring. Um, despite her constantly running around and just the same thing over again, I feel like we were just always with her. So I think she definitely held the attention in that regard. Um, and then, I don't the husband was just kind of like, you're okay, dude. He did he trick me at the end um, mm-hmm. with what he said to his mom and what he actually did. I didn't, I feel like I should have seen that coming, but I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I liked that little twist. But, um, and then the grandmother being just really old and creepy and, I, I don't know. I like the creepiness of all of it, so I'm probably gonna give it uh, probably a four. Okay. What do you uh, What do you think, Nicole? Uh, well, I've been trying to pick who my favorite characters are, and I, I do mine. enjoy <laughs> I do enjoy everybody. But I have to say, are you I like think, me getting confused with all of them, or could you really just signify? Which um, one I think which? I pretty much gathered who everybody was. Um. At the beginning, I think that I was able to, to follow it pretty well. Um, I My favorite characters are actually um, Alex and Daniel's parents, Andy McDowell and the other guy who plays the dad. Henry Zerny, yeah. Yeah, I think that just something about their personality was so, like, they loved their children. It's very apparent because they were always, oh, good job, sweetie, after they shot somebody or whatever. <laughs> but it's because they cared about them and wanted them to be alive and wanted to make sure that they were doing the right thing. And knowing full well that they are asking their son to kill their his new wife out of love (laughs) like it was just (laughs) the way that they treated their children was so genuine all while trying to kill somebody and like that's a that's a big thing to have to ask these actors to do i think and they they were just really they did a really great job i think both of them were were my favorite because they're they they made me laugh the most like the one i like the scene where um he was talking where alex was talking to his mom when he's uh, has the handcuffs on and she's she's you know just telling him like I don't want to do this but I'm going to because this is what we're supposed to do and I have to leave you in here because if not you're gonna <laughs> die but you're handcuffed like little things like that it's just she was really something I really liked her um besides that I think that everybody really did their their role well and i was actually thrown off in a couple things i thought were going to be twists which weren't twists like the butler um picking her up in the car in the woods i had i thought there were other motives there but i was wrong um but anyway all all this blabbering leads me to say that i think that the characters did a 
great job of what they were supposed to, even when I thought they were going to go a different way. So um, I'll probably give the characters a four as well. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with you guys. Uh, four for me as well. Um, these are, like I said, no one's really that deep of a character, but everyone's like a solidly archetypal. I understand what they are character. I guess I didn't I didn't really have any trouble remembering who was who and and who was married to who. There were like seven seven people. The only thing I guess occasionally I forgot. I I thought the um the butler was like the dad every once in a while. I'd be like, why is the dad all? Yeah, of a here? I did that too. That was the only one where every once in a while. But then the butler would start humming some old classical song. I'm like, all right, it's that guy, not the dad. Um, and uh, but yeah, I I mean my favorite characters are Emily and Fitch. They are hilarious. Um, I love when Emily accidentally kills a bunch of people, and they're all the maids. <laughs> I love that she just just constantly like getting coked up out of her mind and popping pills <laughs> and she's just frantic and she's also we should say the parent of the two kids like she is just a horrible hot mess it's it's she's she's hilarious <laughs> every time she's doing anything it's good and and i like that nicole is right the parents are like weirdly like they're really supportive and every time they accidentally kill a maid like they're they're like oh, sh-. like they're they're one of them almost throws up because they're like oh because even though they're going to kill someone like they're they're doing it because they think it's going to keep them from dying i know it sounds like a crazy like uh, no, you're not going to really die if you don't kill us. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I like the family dynamic. Um, I think Grace is a solid enough lead. It takes a while for me to like her. I don't really like her until she's in peril. I don't know if I buy all the banter with uh, Alex at the beginning. It's, it's fine. It's not like horror, like cringy, but it's it's okay. I mean, it's, it's nothing special. Um, but yeah, once that middle part kicks in, all the characters start to come into into play um we didn't talk about daniel really, the alcoholic brother i guess he's the most complicated character but um he really is and i think that's why we're scared to talk about him because he's a lot to unravel and he's he's the turning point a couple times in this movie and it's not who you would expect to be the the person that really causes the most damage for you know for the family yeah but um, I actually am, am happy of how they took his character and, and and turned him to what he was at the end. I like that a lot. Daniel's yeah, almost, I agree with you. He's almost a co-lead on a separate story because we are introduced to him first. He hides his brother, younger brother, when they're kids in the closet. He's the only one who sees the actual uh, the the guy in the very beginning that shot with the arrows in the in like the you know the flashback sacrifice. Um, so like he and we, I have to. I assumed as soon as at the beginning they're like, oh, he's an alcoholic loser. I'm like, oh well, because he's the one who had to see the murder happen. Like he's the one who had he's had to shoulder this all. The, the younger brother got off. Yeah, free exactly. In that one. Yeah. So I like all that. Um. So you know, those the whole big plot stuff in the middle. I want you guys to think about like what some of your favorite scenes are. I'll I'll start so you guys can think about it for a second. I I really like like I said a second ago, Emily accidentally killing the first maid. <laughs> Uh, the cross, <laughs> her husband Fitch doesn't know how to work the crossbow, and she's like, "Here, just take this one." Because she keeps leaving her gun around because she's constantly coking up her face in the mirror, uh, and then she shoots the other one with the crossbow. And Emily just makes me laugh every time she and and she she keeps yelling at herself like she is the fuck up, and and you know the dad keeps saying, "It's okay, sweetie, you're doing your best," and you know the kid now they I like when they have to flip the coin every time they drag a body off, heads or tails, because it's part of their fucking rituals you know um i like the butler singing the, the, the songs uh to himself uh it gets a little dumb sometimes when she's like walking around and like she'll like cock the gun and then he'll like stop his tune and then he'll go back to singing it even louder and i'm like yeah it's whatever but um yeah <laughs> I, I like all these little these little beat moments throughout here uh jess what are what are some of the stuff you like here in the middle part Hmm. I probably like more of the things that keep you on your toes, like when she fell into the cellar and then she found all the dead bodies um, in yeah. there and kind of pieced what their family was together. Or when she's just like alone, crazy, like running in the woods or like the eerie parts where she was um, climbing to the gate and it like scratched her skin. Like, oh, I, that was hard to watch. I know. Nicole and I, I mean, were, she you were squirming in our seats. That was... Ugh. Yeah, definitely. There's no way that girl made it out alive. There, she had so many injuries, <laughs> and she was still running on two feet like nothing was wrong. <laughs> she took her heels off, so that helps. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Nicole, what's some of the stuff you liked in here? I mean, 
just pretty much took everything I was going to say. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, my favorite parts that really came from Grace. I, I think that when she's, when she finally catches up with Alex after the first like initial shock of what's going on, he drags her away and telling her in the walls what's going on. And she's like, what the fuck? And her dress comes apart. She's got her converse on and she's ready to go, baby. She's like, <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of here. And then when she falls into the, in the goat shed and sees all the bodies, like Jess said, her realization of, Jesus Christ, this was my wedding day? <laughs> like, what happened? Where did the turd come from? Oh, when she has, like, those flashbacks, those quick flashback flashes. Yeah. The, all the I, wedding chairs, yeah. Because you don't feel like it's been only a couple hours. You feel like this has been going on for so much longer, and then you you sit back and like, oh my god, it's only been three hours, and this poor woman has a nail in her hand, she's got... She's she got shot. Beat- beaten up she's been shot in the hand and trying her her husband's family trying to kill her like that's a lot (laughs) and um i i think that she really did shine in this movie i i really liked her um as an actress in this i think that she played it really well she made it like spooky when it was supposed to be she gave us a little bit of sass and attitude when she was supposed to um and the poor girl couldn't catch a break like she was trying to get out and the maid that was stuck in the dumbwaiter was like yelling that she was in there and later on when we hear what alex does to her like this poor fucking girl and she i think that her, her parts were my favorite parts of this in the middle Oh, I should say uh, another one of my favorite parts, which involves her and in the stable. Uh, she gets found by uh, Georgie, the little kid. And she's like, oh, thank God, it's jo- you, Georgie. And then Georgie pulls out a fucking gun and shoots her in the hand. <laughs> and then she's like freaking out. And she gets up and fucking punches the kid right in the face. And I'm, and you know, like I said. I Arthur- think I would have done more to that kid than punch the kid. I think I probably would have thrown him in the cellar. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, that's it. Like, I know it's a kid and you can't show violence on a kid. I'm like, yeah, you can't throw him a threat. <laughs> I was like, I would just like, stu- what she later on does to one of the family members that's what i would have done to that kid right there if he fucking shot me <laughs> so i do have to say that in the be- in the middle scene when they call on the butler to go pick her up out of the woods after she escapes for some reason i thought that there this is when the movie was going to twist a little i thought that the butler was going to be trying to help her escape i don't know what gave oh. me that notion it's just something about it because it didn't seem like he was wanting to kill her but it obviously showed his devotion to his family that he worked for but it's something in there i wish a little bit that it had gone that way i'm, I'm happy with how the movie turned out but i was just really thinking that that butler was going to give us a plot twist no i mean I-, I thought she was going to run over the butler when she finally got the car and he was lying on the ground <laughs> i guess i was good. just hoping she'd kill everybody that's kind of what happens but not exactly but um so you know yeah like nicole said she gets he gets in the fight with the butler uh but the butler gets her takes her back to um to the place the the mansion after she smack no this is yeah but this is after she smashes his head and makes him flip the car oh you're right the butler doesn't make it she kills oh yeah another reason why she should have died she had a car accident yep and then Daniel, the you think that Daniel at this point, you think Daniel at this point is here to save her and to get her out of there, but nah, he was just stalking her so the dad could come pick her up. That's right. Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, um, Daniel doesn't help her, uh, helps the dad capture her. They go back to the table, and this is the part of the plot that I don't like as much. I don't really, it's a lot of quick turns, a lot of kind of bullshit, Um the whole thing is they're doing uh, the sacrifice on the table. It's very traditional. Every movie you've ever seen sacrifice, they all I have... hate that part. I really I do. I do, too. This, this satanic rituals, just because somebody... Uh, it's really derivative. Satan. It's it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not like that. That that really did bother me as well. I have to admit. They have the. But hoods. they did say that they are old fashioned. Like they, they didn't want to use the video cameras because they're like we need to do this. The way that we were taught. Well, the dad wants so. to. The, mo- the 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 aunt, well, the, the old white-haired lady. She's like, no, we have to do it traditionally. Uh, we should mention right. her. Her husband is the one who gets killed in the flashback. Just so everyone knows, like she was freaking out, and then um, now she's like one of the most like, yes, let's kill people when it's their turn thing. And she's obviously the creepiest family member now. But um, no, I don't. 
It's just it's just so it's so played out like every so they literally fake. chant it's sad. they chant hail Satan multiple times. I'm like, eh, come on, that's just really lazy. Like, yes. I, like you I could, totally agree with you on this. You could have found I didn't a, like that either. You could have found a better type of cult thing. It would have been funny if they were like praying to like the Monopoly Man or something. Like something just <laughs> something completely <laughs> something completely crazy. Like like or like or like to the guy who made the curse in the first place. Yeah, like, that would have been fine because that's the whole yeah. thing is the, the it's the the guy's not the devil but the guy they made the deal with put a curse on him like you will be rich and prosperous but if you don't follow the rules of the card game then you will all die all your family will die the stereotype they portray portrayed here that every satan worshiper has a black cloak on and, and chants hail satan. goat's blood and yeah on a on a pentagram I guess this is like coming from just... the girl who loves exorcism movies so to me this is just bring it back <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the other 500 movies you've seen that are just like this because it's just like the that. Same. I love all of them. <laughs> eh, I guess I just uh, I, it's it's been somewhat clever so far, and I was hoping for it to keep that streak going. But this is a little. I mean, yeah, I can totally see what you guys mean there. It didn't really bother me too much, but um, I can definitely understand uh, your opinion. So the, the the turns start to happen here, and before we get to that, we'll get the we'll finish with the big conclusion. But the visual and sound, we'll talk about that a little bit. I'll go back to you, Jess. What do you think of that in this movie? Oh, visual sound is definitely the solid cinco. So when wow. this movie first start, yeah, when this movie first started, and um, I saw everyone's makeup and hair, how and the way they dress, like their makeup was all dark, but they didn't exactly look emo because of i guess the way the camera was it was kind of darkish and blue Mm -hmm. i just love the way they set all of that up the costumes were great the way all the characters were set up and i mean the house was phenomenal i think the visuals in this was like beyond hmm interesting wow solid cinco um nicole do you agree yeah, I don't know about a solid Cinco here, but <laughs> I do agree that I like <laughs> I like the creepy hide and seek record that they play when they give her the hundred seconds the to best. hide. I love it. It's cre- yeah. fucking creepy. You're right. and weird. I forgot about that part. That was yeah, really good. That was good and I I do like the um the way that they filmed everything. Like I just I agree. I think the house is really cool. I like all the hidden doorways and all that stuff. That really drives it home that these people care about their money. They care about their tradition and they want to upkeep this house, upkeep the family and the the tr- tradition of the game and all that. I liked all of that. I like that they kept Grace dirty and disgusting the whole time. That her <laughs> makeup wasn't cleaned, her hair wasn't cleaned, her dress was red with blood and gray with dust i like that that's something i look for a lot when you see it's a, not indiana jones like <laughs> like like a movie yeah a movie where someone's on a deserted island for two weeks and their hair is like is still perfect i'm like get the fuck out of here so i'm glad that they didn't <laughs> do that um i mean i guess the sound was was fine i don't know i didn't really care much for the guy with the classical humming that's so really stereotypical as well that a butler likes classical music. <laughs> but um, his face looked really gross. They did a good job with his face after he got burned with the hot water. But, I mean, otherwise, it, it was fine. I would give it a 3.5. I'll land on a 4. Um, I, and Nicole is right with that first thing. Oh, my God. that The Ready or Not uh, uh, Hide and Seek song is fucking awesome. So good. I yeah, love that they played it at the end when the climactic ending is happening. Um Oh, it's 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 fantastic! It's so really good. Uh, there's some other music playing throughout here that I really like. I really like the music in this movie. Um, I don't mind the butler doing the humming stuff. I know that could be construed as cliche too. I don't think it's quite as egregious as the hail Satan chanting, but um, yeah, I understand it's a little cliche. But I don't know. I I I like him. It's just it's not like playing. It's just him getting really into it. And then part of it is you know when when later on when she flips the car that has to. It actually a, serves a purpose, so, um, and yeah, visuals, um, solid, you know, not quite, like, amazing. I think some of the gore and some of the kills, I don't know if it's because it's dark, not all of it sits quite right, um, I like the- Brennan, this one visual, we were, like, what the fuck, we looked at each other, at when the house catches on fire, and it's been about a solid 20 minutes until they return to the fire 
room and it's only burning in that one little spot. Oh, yeah, still. no. An old house like that, it's a fire trap. Like, as soon as I knocked that over, I'm like, stays. oh, shit, it's going to be like that other family that died in the fight. I don't want to get into that, though. There's a whole, I have, I, when I'm watching the end of this movie, I'm like, all right, three things can happen. But, um, uh, yeah, anyway, back for, yeah, for visual and sound, it's a four for me. So it sounds like we're all still pretty high in there, just, just very high. Um, so <laughs> the end, all the twisty stuff. Um, it appears that uh, uh, Daniel has has poisoned the drinks, but not fully poisoned. He just gave them enough poison to make them throw up blood and then possibly have diarrhea for like a week. Um, but it's enough to like <laughs> disorient them, I guess. Another thing, I'm like, eh, if you're gonna like just poison them, like or 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 like I don't know. And it's also dumb that it all hit them all at once. And it, like, disoriented them, but literally in five seconds, they're all fine and going back after, like, and eh, I don't know if that's real. I understand what we have to do. We have to do, we have to figure out a way to get her out of the peril. Look, but- if they put this much effort into the rest of the movie where they have her ripping her skin on a fence and getting in a car accident, the least you can do is make it a little more reasonable that right. they took poison and five seconds later they're out there running around with guns like no <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like up to this point there's no reason for me to believe this movie isn't capable in it's writing directing and acting to pull off something better in story-wise um so this whole this whole satan poison not poison brother turns other brother turns it's all just kind of disappointing yeah the other brother even though the, the Daniel um, helps his and we you know his wife shoots him because he won't get out of the way to to let Grace get captured. So that's a whole oh you've you've betrayed me. You wanted to get out of your poor poverty so bad you became a monster. Uh, and then um, so he's dying on the ground. Uh, Alex is like oh Daniel you're dying. And Nicole is very mad at this. I wasn't so mad at this, but because you know Grace is trying to escape and Alex is like comforting his dying brother in the last scenes and Nicole's like shouting oh don't like why are you comforting him you should be helping Grace escape you shouldn't comfort your dying brother Nicole could you defend yourself here because I don't understand I didn't say that no that's that's no 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 so I think that he took way too fucking long with the brother okay so right now at this point in time we're thinking, okay, Alex is trying to help Grace escape this. Like, everybody's back in the groove after they're poisoning, and they're all going to try to get her, so he's got to get her out, obviously, without knowing what his true intentions are, which we'll get to. But he stops, and he's like, oh, my God, my brother. And he sits on the floor with them and cries for fucking ten minutes. Meanwhile, Grace could be dead right now because he's not caring about her. Let's just take a minute. The last time this was in this room, it was being signed. What? It's Wait, from what? another one of our episodes. I'm, I'm being Sephiroth's original. Oh, <laughs> National Treasure. Yeah, it's okay. a callback. Go listen so, to that episode, uh, listeners, so you'll get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, National Treasure. So That episode yeah, is a National Treasure. This, this scene is not a National Treasure. <laughs> I mean, he knows he knows that, that Alex knows that Daniel did this for him. He's like, go get your, your wife. Go, go save her. And meanwhile, you're fucking sitting there crying on the floor. He did this for a reason, and you're completely missing the reason. And that did irritate me at the time, because... Daniel would not have wanted him to sit there and, and bitch and cry about it for however long he did. And I just I just hate stuff like that. I understand yeah, your reasoning. Now, yeah, yeah Alex's character really does change um, throughout the movie a lot. In the very beginning, he was all about Grace, all about getting Grace out, making a plan. And then I think as his family starts to crumble, he starts to crumble with it. It's cause that yeah, because of heart that heart he has with the mom. To, yeah, yeah, he doesn't know what else to do because he, he feels guilty for leaving his parents, um, you know, and that's not what they wanted for him. So now he's like, oh my gosh, well now what am I supposed to do? And that's What's more important. And that's like the big, I think, push to pushing point for him because we get one of the, the best parts of this ending here, just satisfying. Grace gets in a fight with uh, with Becky, the mom, and gets her on the ground and just bashes her head in over and over with that little box and her head's like a bloody pulpy mess this is what i was saying earlier i'm like that's what i'd probably do with that kid that fucking kid who shot me in the hand um <laughs> like you know you can't show that in a My movie I, I know you can't show that in a movie you can't show yourself brutally murdering a bloodied up child we, we you know but but why 
because it's it's funny. It's gonna be a funny funny little scene. Uh, I'm laughing. And I feel at like this at scene. this point, Grace is just numb to killing at all. Before she was like, "Oh my god, like I had to kill someone. How do I do this?" And now she's like, "Everyone dead." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Why can't you show someone killing a kid? Well, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But if you'll notice, a lot of movies, especially made you know somewhat recently, they they go to great lengths to showing a kid die. They'll show a dead kid if they have to, but they won't show them being killed. Um, and uh, I'll talk about that in a second when we get to the the very very ending. Um, but uh, yeah, so she beats the, the the mom's face in, and Daniel co- or not Daniel, he's dead now. Alex comes in, and, and <laughs> uh, you know he is like sees that the mom's beat to death, and the, she's like Grace is apologizing because I, I mean she, ever that's another thing is like when I forgive irrational thought in this movie, everyone's just constantly going through shock like over and over because there's just people dying and being murdered, and none of these people are like hardcore murderers like even the people who have murdered before it was 30 years ago as a part of a family thing like none of these people are seasoned and just pe- people dying all the time so like when there's irrational so not decision- the gaming not the gaming industry that i assumed in the beginning yeah hasbro and milton bradley behind the scenes <laughs> gets pretty intense um those those board meetings uh, but <laughs> no uh this fine this i guess between her, his brother dying and his mom dying, I guess it gets all convoluted in his head. Alex turns on Grace, holds her down. They put her on the table, and they're gonna um, they're gonna finish the ritual with the remaining members who have recovered from their light poisoning. Um, and you know they get the chanting going. Alex is now leading the charge. He's about to plunge the knife in, and I don't really understand what happens here. Does she like turn real quick so it hits her shoulder? It's really messy. It's yeah. really messy. They don't show it from the right angle. You're just to assume that she breaks free of all these ropes and shit. I I don't know either. They don't have ropes I, at this point. Either. At this point, they're just holding her down because they're just like fuck it. We gotta uh, go. Yeah, the sun's coming up. I don't like, know either. I, I just did you catch exactly how that last thing happened because i thought she turned real quick and they got her on the shoulder but like i couldn't really tell it was shot weird no i can't remember i think they did they i think that he did stab her in the shoulder at this point she did like jolt her body so she wouldn't get her in the chest or whatever yeah yeah yeah. okay all right so uh, meanwhile they don't show that anymore after that there's no blood dripping out of her shoulder or nothing, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's she's all kinds of fucked up everywhere. She's just covered... By the end, she's just covered in blood, so you can't even really tell anyway. But, um, uh, this is where we get the ending, and I love... I, I Like I said, I haven't liked this last 20 minutes, but I do love this choice here. Um, you get the sun come up, and uh, the little old uh, aunt is like, Oh, no! The sun! And they're all, like, bracing themselves, <laughs> and they're just like... Uh, and the the fat guy at Fitch is like, oh, nothing's happening. I knew it. I knew nothing would happen. And this is where I was saying earlier, there's there's a couple of choices you could do here. One, the fire, which again is still burning in the other room. Nicole and I took note of that. <laughs> it's been burning slowly, for a very, very slow time. Slowly. You see those you see those uh, videos of a house going up in flames in 30 seconds after a candle catches a curtain. But no, they or have Christmas trees. Yeah, they have time <laughs> for this whole thing in this ancient old wooden house. Ha- whatever. Uh, so that's choice one. The fire goes up, it saves Grace, and it kills the whole family, just like they said. That other rich family died in a fire. Oh. The second choice is nothing happens. They all get out, and they realize what horrible monsters they are for killing all these people That's for no where, reason. Yeah, I thought choice two was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen, too, and that was my last choice, because I was like... Because then, I hate, I hate that, because they're like... Oh, we've been doing this all wrong for all this time. We never had to do this at all. Like, no, I I like that they go with choice three. Yeah, they really did have to kill these people. Otherwise, they are going to explode into a bloody mess. They literally <laughs> just pop. They pop like bloody balloons. I um, fucking love it. It starts with the mo- the aunt is like, I don't care. We're gonna kill her anyway. She's running at her with the axe, and then just explodes and everyone just starts exploding <laughs> and you'll notice Nicole I'm still laughing about it. It's funny. It's hilarious. I love this part. And you'll notice Nicole um the, the two kids, the mom runs out of the room with them and then we see poof, 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 three pops <laughs> off camera like the the blood splatters on but we don't see the kids explode. Those are the only ones we don't see die. You don't you don't show kids die in movies if you notice them. You can show them I get- guess I never Yeah, I never really thought of that. Uh, people don't like it. It's the and same reason is, why violent you know, video games you can't like war games and like like scary like like Grand Theft Auto. There's never kids in those games. They never let you kill 
kids in any media. So, you know. This was like the best choice that they could have made of how to kill them, too. Like, they could have just, like, disintegrated into rubble or whatever. They could have been zapped away. Like, I don't know. It could have been something else, but just the fact that they fucking pop, like, balloons (laughs) is the best And the song's playing, too. The song starts playing. It's so good. (laughs) See, this is where I was like, I don't know if I like this. So, Jess, what would you have wanted? It sounds like you're the least enthusiastic about this ending. What would you have preferred? I guess it was really inconsistent, and I didn't see it coming. And this is kind of like the stuff where I'm like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I wanted more creativity or something other than a a pops balloon. I I still don't know if I like it or not. I might like it. I I don't know. Would you have preferred if it had gone with nothing happens and the police just arrest them? Is that satisfying? No, I think I wanted them to die. I think it's just the way they died. Like, like something, it was just funny. I think I would have wanted them to die something creepy or scary. Okay, yeah. Like the ghost coming after him and being like, you disobeyed the rules. And I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. I think that the best thing about this is that the whole movie is so far-fetched and so ridiculous. You yeah. can't imagine anything more to happen. And then all of a sudden, they don't. They don't. Nothing happens to them in the first five minutes of of daybreak, and you're like, "Oh my god! Well, how are they going to end this movie?" And all of a sudden, boom! Like they fucking blow up, and you're like, "Fucking <laughs> yes! I wanted this. I, I needed the last like hurrah of this movie, and this is exactly what it needed. It needed that one little tie-in." And me and Brendan were fucking laughing hysterically at this, and nobody else was laughing in the theater. I was just like, "How are you laughing?" They were so laughing? offended that the kids died off screen. Probably, I don't know. Oh I, I hate God. that rule. It really frustrates me. Like, so funny. I didn't even realize that was a rule until now. It's a rule in all of media. If you find one that has a kid being killed on screen, it's very rare. It's it's hard to do. Um, not I like I said, not just in movies, but in video games and everything. It's it's you, they go to great lengths to you know. They say it's free speech and art, and you can do whatever you want. And you cannot show a kid die on 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 a TV screen. But um, uh, whether you should or not is another argument for another day. Um, we, I like the little ending here too. The fire is creeping in, and we see the ghost for a second and sitting in that one chair that they've said the whole time. That's where he sits. And yeah, like, oh, I like that part too. Shit. And they they made <laughs> the a comment leaves. about that. <laughs> They made a comment about that, too, that Alex was the only one that's ever seen the ghost sitting in the chair. Do you remember that? Right. So he's supposed to be that. He's supposed to be, like, the next in line to take over the family because... Right. He, yeah, now she's like the chosen. next one. She's the only one that's seen him now. Yeah, but we're, I'm assuming this whole curse is done because the family is not... She's not part of the family. She survived the ritual. She I is. She's she married to him. Divorced. I know, well, but she wouldn't, she have ex- <laughs> wouldn't she have exploded, too, if, if she was counted in the family? Like I think because she yeah, was no. chosen to be killed, she it was either a her or all of them situation kind of right. thing. Yeah. Um but and then one one final thing before we go into resonance and feel. I like this choice too because it makes me retroactively be like, well, if I'm this rich family, I know they're not sympathetic characters really, but they didn't <laughs> pick to do this ritual. It was their great, great, whatever grandfather. This was generations ago. They've been told all these things that they have to do this. Whether they believe it or not, deep down, they go along with it because they think it's the right thing. That's the fucked up part is you probably should never have killed people uh, because of a ritual thing to begin with. But they are right. If they had had killed her, they all would have been fine. And because they didn't, they all died. So, I mean, yeah, they're the bad guys. They're wrong. But, you know, it wasn't for nothing. It was self-preservation. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't us or them situation. That's why. Yeah. Another there was reason, a purpose. Yeah, I like that reason because otherwise, if it would have been the, oh, we just get arrested and go to jail for doing all this evil conspiracy stuff, then it's just like, yeah, they were just crazy rich people doing this because they thought they were entitled. And I don't. I don't. I wouldn't have liked that choice. I like the thing that no, it really. They really did have to kill her, and they didn't. So they died. <laughs> like that's much more fun. Um, and, and more complex for all the characters. So now we shall go to the overall resonance and feel. Uh, I'll go to you. I'll go to you, Nicole, this time. What do you give the resonance and feel of this? The thing that got me the most at the end was when Alex turned on his on Grace. I don't. I really don't think I saw that coming at all. Yeah, that was neither really, did I. And I felt like I should have now that you look yeah, back that at was it. A huge twist for me. I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker really but, is going. Uh, I didn't. Well, I didn't see it. It alluded that, so. to it. I just didn't want to believe it. I guess. 
Yeah, I I didn't see that coming at all. I can honestly say that did not cross my mind. I thought he was really trying to save her. Um, so that was that was a nice twist for me. That gave me like the chills. I was like, what the fuck? He just turned because he does care about his family more than this. And he even said to her, do you really want to do this? We don't have to do this in the beginning. Well, all that was for a reason, obviously. But the, I think the big reason was he did he was devoted to his family from the get-go so um you know that really that really stuck with me as a really big twist i wasn't seeing um overall i think that everybody was creepy in their own way and i like just think about it like fitch and charity are married into this family and they're running around with guns trying to kill somebody because they believe that they're person they married is in a satanic cult like that's fucking i mean if anyone was gonna believe it it would be you know the impoverished girl who's now like bloodthirsty and wants revenge and the dumb fat guy who married the coach right right. (laughs) but that really says something for how manipulative and how sincere these the, the family family is about this curse and you know that was really something special to be able to be portrayed in this movie um i think i'm going to give it a 3.5 i did enjoy it a lot um of of how it made me feel i was i was shaking when she put her fucking hand through that nail oh my gosh i was shaking shaking it was so disgusting because you could feel it and the other part i was shaking in was when she had the her back was against that railing in the fence. Ugh! Uh, I, like, they really disgusting. did a good job of fucking this girl up for our pleasure. <laughs> and <laughs> it was it was good. They they did a good job in this movie. Jess? Yeah, I agree with all the things that Nicole said. I think, um, I wouldn't say this is a new genre, but the way that horror movies are going now is that they're making them kind of funny and light. Usually horror movies are all dark and creepy. But I think, I don't know when it started, maybe since Get Out, or I don't really know when beforehand, but now there's some humor to it, and I feel like it's really hard to mix the two without making it awkward or just corny, but they did a really good job. Um, It's not as funny as um, Get Out or, what was the other one that we saw Um, by the same person? Oh, Us. Us. Uh, Or Us. It wasn't as funny as them, but again, it it was a nice mix of the two. Um, so you had your funny, you had your laughs, but you also had, like Nicole said, the creepiness, and then uh, and then you have suspense the entire time. So as you're going through those two emotions, you're also like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Or how how is that going to play out? So I think overall resonance and feel really hits at home um, with this movie. I think I'm going to give it like a four or five, like I had with everything else. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I'm probably on like a... Like a three five, like a solid. It's not, you know, anything. I'm end of the year. It's not going to make my top end, but it's a above average movie I've seen this year. It's been a kind of weak year for movies for me personally for for 2019 films. But this is on the top end. It's a uh, uh, slightly disappointing just because it's getting such high praise and it's good. It's very good, uh, but it's not like it's not the best. Even in the top, it might not even be in the top five horror movies I've seen this year. There's been some good horror movies this year. Um, but uh, and then just back to your thing about when did humor and com or humor and horror kind of go together? I think it went away for a while. If you look at like '80s films, a lot of those, yeah, they're campy now to today's standards. But like Freddy and and um, uh, he's always cracking jokes. Freddy Krueger, uh, Chucky, he was always you know slapping women and saying bitch. Even like cult like, films like Killer Clowns from Outer Space Killer Clowns, Attack, of yeah. the, Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes, Killer Tomatoes, whatever like that. Yeah, Critters. They're supposed to be yeah. horror films, but they're funny as shit because they're stupid and this is kind of stupid too, this movie, but it's it's done well enough that you don't, you don't say that. You don't think it's stupid, but the underlying message is really stupid. And I much prefer... They still have those other horror movies that are straight horror, no funny. But it's not even just straight horror. It's just no funny. It's just... For me, they're a schlog. I, I like when horror movies have either a sci-fi bend or a humor bend. They have some other genre mixed in there that makes it more interesting. Because, like, uh, we've seen some movies earlier this year that were just straight horror. Pet Cemetery. Pretty pretty big letdown for me. You know what um, one I wish we we did uh, that we saw was um, the one Yorona. 
Oh, Lyrona? That looks that, horrible. That's a scary one. That, that looked like ha- the most like Jess movie of all time. Nothing else going for it, except it made you want to shit your pants. It literally just, ew, corpse bride, and she jumps out at you. I'm like, well, it's, that looks horrible. She's in your bed, in your bathtub. Yeah, she's, she in, she's got creepy yeah. pants. She's basically the grudge, but in a bride's gown. Oh, that looks so horrible. That looked like the worst thing ever. That, that looked like every horror movie from the past 20 years that's just like, uh, jump scare. That's stupid. But, um, I'm in it. <laughs> I know, I know you. Uh, you can you can record a solo show because I will not be on that one. <laughs> that sounds. Terrible. You would probably not want to listen to mine either. <laughs> um, eh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, eh, it's a three five. I'm, I don't. I'll remember a couple parts from here. Um, horror movies in general don't really stick with me. A couple this year have. It's actually been the year of horror movies. There have been some really good horror movies this year, and I, I'm not a fan of the genre typically. So. And um, it coming next. Yeah, it's coming down the pike. Um, and before we get to plugging our next shows and our social medias and whatnot, final recommends back to you, Nicole. Would you recommend Ready or Not? Um, I, I really would. And the way that I decide if it's something is a recommend or not, in my opinion, something that I would want to watch again. And That's a high I would bar. definitely watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> seriously, why waste my time? But no, seriously, when. I saw this at the end. I was thinking to myself, I would definitely watch this again because the humor in it really shines for me as making it something more than just this typical cliche suspense film. It gave it a little bit of humor and the the shock value and some of the choices they made was enough for me to say, oh my God, this was pretty good. I, I really liked this. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't see that coming. And, um... It, it's not a typical horror film, like we just said. And if you like that little tease of comedy in something like this, this is probably one of the better ones to choose to get into to get into and enjoy. So I definitely recommend it. Jess? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. I recommend it. Ever since I've seen the trailer, I've been super excited, and I felt like it lived up to its expectations of what I thought it was going to be. Um just, I don't know, the horror bride running in a super dark room with her dirty dress on, just it just does it for me. <laughs> and I, I'm going to recommend this movie, too. Um, I think out of the three of us, I might be the lowest on it, but it's not a weak recommend. It's just still pretty solid recommend. It's a good movie. Um, it was a little disappointing to my expectations because they were pretty high. But, um, yeah, I would see this again. Um, it'd be kind of weird just because you know everything's going to happen. But there are enough fun kills, quips. Um, uh, I really like that middle chunk. That middle chunk where all the crazy shit's happening is, is pretty fun for me. If um, I watched this again, I would have to listen to why the guy had the box. Because I have, I have no fucking clue why they had the they box. They had a few scenes. <laughs> I, um, I missed that. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a solid movie. Um, it's a recommend from from all of us. Three recommends for Ready or Not, and coming up, like just said, I think in about two weeks we have Jess's most anticipated movie of her life. Uh, Waiting it, two years. It Chapter Two uh, will be coming out. In the meantime, we will have a couple streaming reviews, uh, and then I looked at our schedule coming up for September, October, November. I mean, we are going to be in the theaters i think after starting with it we're gonna do i think we have like 20 something reviews and we're in the theaters for almost all of them so a lot of stuff coming out it's oscar season coming up a lot of big oscar movies will be coming out soon so i'm hoping the quality amps up like i said earlier this this year for me i don't know about you guys has not been that good quality wise there's like three or four movies i'm gonna hold my opinion until later on in the in the year okay i mean there's been a couple that I really like, but uh, it's it's been weaker so far. But there's a lot of stuff I'm really into coming up. I think you guys you guys will like what we have coming down the pike, too. Um, in the meantime, if you want to recommend anything to us to review, we have a couple spots left. We're actually doing a listener review on Thursday, uh, not Thursday, next Monday. Um, our first one, that was a listener suggestion. Uh, if you want to send that to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. And if you want to reach out to me individually, I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. Uh, Nicole is make that dot cake. Is that correct? 
Yeah, but there's nothing with my podcast on there, so don't. <laughs> okay, so if, if you're you. reaching out to the, for the podcast, reach out to me on Instagram. <laughs> I'll do I'll do the podcast stuff on Instagram. Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram or films with women in my life. If you are Facebook. interested in seeing alcoholic beverages and cats, please follow me because I will have that for you. <laughs> yeah, that's more of that's more of uh, Nicole's bag. So, uh, guys, Nicole, Monica, or oh. oh. Oh my I, I just God, called Jess Mama K. <laughs> I, get, I told I, I, Jess you weren't on earlier. I accidentally called Nicole your name. I called Jess. I was like, oh, I accidentally mess you guys up on the podcast sometimes. It's never in real life, but I just called you Mama K. She's here in spirit. That's all. Not yeah. for this movie. She would never watch this. <laughs> That's true. She would never watch this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nicole and Jess, thank you both for being on for Ready or Not. Thank you. You're for welcome, my us. son. <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom usually says to me. You're welcome, my son. <laughs> We're, we, we only speak in like Lion King, Lion King soliloquy. Um. <laughs> All right, we gotta go so I can keep laughing about this. <laughs> Until next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata. <laughs> show is produced by Brandon Snyder.